Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 25th of May, the 146th day of this leap year of 2020, which leaves us an even 220 days until 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of reported COVID-19 cases worldwide topped 5 million, with the number of confirmed cases in the United States being nearly 1.6 million. The number of deaths globally was over 333,000, with confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States numbering nearly 95,000. Today is Memorial Day, originally known as Decoration Day, and from 1868 until 1970, observed on the 30th of May. Diverse and sundry sources lay claim to having originated Memorial Day in the United States, Suffice to say that the practice of decorating soldiers' graves with flowers is an ancient custom, and several decades ago in the United States, Memorial Day became assigned to the last Monday in May. Had Memorial Day 2020 much resembled last year's Memorial Day, I would be on the Susquehanna River, making my way from its headwaters near Cooperstown, New York, downstream for 70 miles to Bainbridge, paddling in the annual General Clinton 70-mile canoe race. But the end of May today does not much resemble a year ago, although more than a few folks are attempting to pretend we're not in the middle of a pandemic that will likely continue for a while, even if we begin to mostly behave intelligently. Tonight, our waxing crescent moon will position itself in front of the constellation Gemini the Twins, its stars Castor and Pollux fairly easy to see. The outside round of that waxing moon, which will eventually become June's strawberry moon, is oriented toward the planet Mercury, hanging low on the western horizon after sunset. Today, 300 years ago, the merchant ship Grand Saint-Antoine returned to Marseille, France, after having just previously called at the ports of Smyrna, Tyre, and Tripoli, somewhere en route having become infected. Soon, what would become known as the Great Plague of Provence, which killed as many as 126,000 between 1720 and 1722, was underway. The plague at Marseille and Provence is discussed in detail in a letter written from Marseille on New Year's Day, 1721, and printed in The Great Bill of Mortality, or The Late Dreadful Plague at Marseille published in Bristol, England, in 1721. The epistle echoes many of the elements known from plague epidemics elsewhere in Europe during the medieval and early modern periods. First, the arrival of the infection from outside, via a port. Second, the role of cloth merchandise. Third, the characteristic swelling of lymph nodes. Fourth, the subsequent social breakdown and the class-related nature of mortality. The rich could take the age-old advice, cito, longe, tarde, to flee, stay away for long, and be slow returning, leaving the poor behind to cope with illness, unemployment, and famine. These and other interesting points of analysis are rendered on Dublin's Edward Worth Library's website of infectious diseases.
Today is also the anniversary back in 1967 of the delivery of John Lennon's repainted Sacadelic Rolls-Royce, which caused quite the uproar, especially insofar as the Rolls-Royce company was concerned, as they raised a formal complaint. Lennon had bought the car new from Rolls-Royce in 1965 and had subsequently, two years later, become bored with the color and had the car's exterior redone in a psychedelic paint job. In 1985, the car was sold at Sotheby's for $2,299,000, the most expensive car they ever sold. Today is the birthday in 1929 of Brooklyn-born Beverly Miriam Silverman, who would eventually become opera star Beverly Sills, who began singing as a preschooler. As the character Bubbles, she starred on WOR Radio's Uncle Bob's Rainbow House and Major Bowie's Capital Family. At age seven, Beverly knew 23 arias and had sung in one of the first singing commercials. At 15, she had mastered 20 operatic roles. At 16, she was touring with a Gilbert and Sullivan company. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us, despite this early experience, it took her eight auditions to become a member of New York City Opera in 1955. She soon proved that she was a good hire. New Yorker Sills says, New York is run by hookers who married well. Today is also the birthday in 1927 of Robert Ludlum, in 1943 of Leslie Uggams, and in 1955 of Connie Selica. But if we're speaking of New York, we also need to speak of Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. As of about a week ago, the cumulative number of active COVID-19 cases in these states stood at 542,530, roughly half the total active cases in the entire country. Traditionally, people from those states flock to Maine in the summertime, and traditionally, Memorial Day marks the beginning of the magic hundred days for folks in Maine's tourist industry, the end of those hundred days being Labor Day. The bacteriologists, virologists, and immunologists who have been all over COVID-19 for several months now have put together some key criteria for relaxing the restrictions set in place nationally and regionally nine weeks ago. Virtually none of those key criteria has been met, yet way too many of us figure it's okay to go ahead anyway and open our doors and lives to potential hordes of vocationers journeying from some of the most infected states in the nation. And then some of us will continue to repeat these cautions, as learning is often the result of considerable redundancy. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to a meaningful Memorial Day and the last Monday of May, putting us less than a month away from the summer solstice 2020.